My Leadership Podcast. Matt McClory here from Colonial Church here in sunny St. Augustine, Florida. I pray that this leadership podcast would be a useful tool, practical and inspiring for you on your journey as you seek to grow in leadership in every way you can. God bless you. Welcome to another episode of Leadership with Matt McClory, and I hope you're well. hope you're having a great day. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of this leadership podcast. Um, if you haven't yet subscribed, would love for you to do that. Um, one of the best ways that you can become a better leader is to engage and commit to resource. And ultimately, what is resource doing is providing you with um, with something that helps you grow in your leadership. And I think if you're tuning in, you're listening to this, then you are a leader and you're looking to, to be a part of something bigger than yourself, which I think is pretty awesome. But I just wanted to talk today about engaging people in a post-shutdown world. Um, engagement right now, I think, is the key for a lot of businesses, a lot of corporations, uh, a lot of teams, any, any organization that's people-focused and absolutely... 100% in what we at Colonial are called to do, which is to reach people with the gospel. Um, but I want to talk about how we can engage people in a post-corona world. So I wanted to start in Ephesians chapter 6. I'm reading from the message in verse 13, but this is what Paul says to the church, the Apostle Paul. He says, be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. I love that encouragement from Paul. He's encouraging us around this goal, which is simply this, to remember what you're doing, to, to remember the help that you've been given, and to ultimately keep going, keep your eyes open, keep your spirits up, keep praying, and um, and remember that um, there's a bigger picture here. There's something bigger going on. There's something big going on in our world right now, and we all know that that is a global shutdown, lockdown, pandemic um, called coronavirus. But I just wanted to talk today, uh, share this message with our, with our team recently, but how can we engage our people or just people in this world, in our world, in a post-lockdown, post-shutdown environment? I've got a few thoughts. Um, I'd love for you to to, to lean into these because I do believe they'll help. Even if you are um, maybe leading a company or a team and maybe it's not sort of as super spiritual or as spiritual as a church environment, but leading a company or a team, I believe some of these will still apply and will still help. But how, how, can, we, how can we engage people in a post-shutdown world? Well, the first thought is this. We've got to lead people with love in mind. So the thing I love about the Apostle Paul and also um, if you read the book of John, is that it's always everything is put through this 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 lens of love, and so we have to make that our primary goal. I just want to encourage you. There's nothing. There's nothing that people respond better to than a leader who genuinely cares about them. Um, 
I think the best thing we can do is to lead with love. Um, in a, in a post-shutdown world, here's why. is because there's going to be a lot of people, and there are a lot of people that don't necessarily know what to do just yet, don't necessarily know what level of comfort they're at yet. We as a church, we're just starting to step back into services in person. And one of the things we've got to be very careful to do is to 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 forget to love people no matter where they're at. Um, so let's love, make love our primary goal. Maybe you've got team members or customers that are just not ready yet to come back to whatever you've got going on. But I, I believe if we lead with love, it's going to help and, and, and it will definitely be something that transfers in the days to come. It will also be something that your customers, your team leaders, your people will absolutely remember. So one way to engage uh, with people is to lead with love. Number two is to lean on the Word of God. See, of all the weapons in Ephesians 6 that are mentioned, you can read Ephesians 6 in ESV or the New King James. It talks about you know, lots of different weapons. Paul talks about the, the whole armor, the full armor of God. But of all the weapons that he mentions, the one that is the only offensive weapon is the Word of God, the Bible, truth. And so when we communicate with people, I encourage our team, let's not be afraid to use the greatest weapon we have, which is God's word, to communicate. So let's use scripture. Let's send people verses. Let's use the power of a passage of scripture to engage with people. I believe that people are looking for that answer. I believe that people are looking for the word of God to be spoken into their world. But I believe it's one way that we can engage with people. Coming to someone with the word of God, I think, means we come to someone with some value in hand. I love that idea of just... Whenever I'm engaging with a person, talking to someone, that at some point during the conversation, I'm adding some value. What's the best way to add value as a leader? I believe it's to administer God's word in season at that time. So number two, lean on the word. Number three, way to engage with people in a post-shutdown world is this. Think differently than you did before. Think differently. I've been really challenging our team to be innovative when it comes to the post-shutdown world. Think differently to the way you did before. Because here's the truth, not everything will go back to the way it was. I think sometimes we, we get that level of comfort and we would love for things to stay the same. But there is an opportunity that's presented itself through coronavirus, and that's the opportunity to redefine, to reshape the way we do ministry and to evolve the way God wants us to do. See, for us as a church, Colonial Church, we have a vision statement. The statement is this, to build an exciting, vibrant Bible-based church. And those two words, exciting and vibrant, mean so much to me when it comes to the building of our church, because I believe our church, and I believe church in general, should be an exciting place to be. They should be fun. They should be um, you know, exciting to be at, to be in the room, to be a part of what's going on. They should be exciting. Um, you know, Pastor Brian Houston, my pastor, he'd always say this. He'd, he says, um, church should be enjoyed, not endured. And I think there's an opportunity here, no matter what you're doing, to redefine, to reshape. Um, there's also that word vibrant in our in our mission statement, and that that speaks to to life, to to color, to to a uh, a vibrancy to what we do. So, number three, think differently than you did before. So, use this op- use this time to rethink. What are the ways that you used to do things? Could you do them differently? Could you do them, you know, in a new way? What about this? 
What about if you don't did you didn't do them at all anymore? What about if you saved yourself a whole lot of hassle and just said, you know what, we actually don't need that anymore. We don't need to do that anymore. But think differently than you did before. It's a way to engage with people. Number four, uh, I would say this: be ready for anything. People are fluid. If you want to engage with people, you've got to understand that people change, people's decisions change, people decide to do things differently. People are fluid, so we have to be okay with people doing and saying certain things, coming in back into church, acting a certain way, being a certain way. Let's just stay true to who we are. We have a saying at our church, and it's this. It's not about what you do. It's about who you are. What you do will never, never matter more than who you are in our church. We care more about your family. We, we care more about your life, where you're at, what, what your kids are uh, how they're doing and whatnot, but we got to be we got to understand that people are fluid, and things, circumstances change that causes people to take different tracks in life. But it's way for us to engage in people. It's just to understand, okay, this we're got to be ready just just for anything to happen because people change their minds. And I think even in church life, just anecdotally, my feeling right now is that it's going to take time for people to come back to the house of God. People are going to need some time, so we got to be ready for that. So that's number four. Number five way to engage with people in a post-shutdown world is this, be patient. Be patient. Engaging people back into the community is going to be the long game, not the short game. You know, I think of it in, like like I mentioned, swimming terms. Um, and, you know, there's all kind of events in the... Uh, in the in the scope of a swim meet, there's everything from a 25 or a 50-meter sprint to when I was swimming, there was a 1,500-meter um, long distance essential, essentially race. I mean, you could even go to other meets where there were 5K swims. But this, to me, feels more like the 1500 than it does the 25 or the 50. And the reason I say that is because it's going to take some time. Uh, we've got to have a long-term, long-dated strategy to this, and we've got to be willing to stick it out. So that means patience. Sometimes to win the race, it means you just got to stay in the game and be patient and wait for that final, final moment to surge, to surge forward. So let's be patient. Number six, way to engage with people in a post-shutdown world is this, stay committed. So what were they? Let me read them to you again. Let's lead with love, lean on the word, think differently, be ready for anything, be patient. And number six, stay committed. So I, I encouraged our team that the 12 months ahead from post-coronavirus, post-shutdown will probably be the hardest year of work that we've ever had. Probably be one of the hardest years of work we've ever had. Why? Because it's going to be a bit of a grind. It's going to take some hard work and maybe that's something that you as a leader of your team could communicate to your world, to your team, to your leaders, to the people that are in your space that, hey, let's not mince the words here. Let's let's understand absolutely that it's going to be a hard slog. It's going to be difficult for us to be able to move forward. We've got to understand that there's some hard work attached to this thing. I believe the next 12 months is going to be a fun 12 months as we rediscover, redefine, reshape what church looks like and maybe for you what the new market looks like that you're trying to attack. Maybe you're starting a new business in this time and it could be easy for you just to get a bit discouraged. But can I just encourage you that that yeah, it's going to be hard work, but it's going to be exciting. It's going to be different. It's going to be a new world, essentially, that we step forward into, which is, you know, uh, a world that's that's certainly not 100% sure about what, what's going on, needing time. But but also understand that I think through this time, new opportunities are going to present themselves, new 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 ways for us to 
to to bless people as a church, new ways for us to reach people with the gospel um, message of Jesus. I, I think it's an incredible time to be alive, an incredible time to be building something as well. So I pray those blessed you. Um, what was the title of this? Well, it was engaging people in a post-corona world, post-shutdown world from Ephesians 6. Um, what were some of those elements that Paul mentioned? Um, he called them the armor of God, the truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation. He also said this, learn how to apply them because you'll need them throughout your life. I truly believe that if you listen to this podcast, it's because you want to grow and you want to see God use you in a powerful way. I pray those keys blessed you and I look forward to talking to you again on the next episode. Well, I pray you enjoyed that leadership episode. Thanks for tuning in. I pray it was inspiring and a blessing to you on your journey. Hey, we'd love for you to connect with us. So please leave a comment. And if you'd like to send us an email, send us an email to podcast at colonialchurch.life. Visit us on Sunday as well. We'd love to see you in the house here at 550 State Road 207 at Colonial Church. God bless you.